Hello, this is the Living Well with PMDD podcast. I'm your host, Heidi Bradford, certified life coach, mom of five, and PMDD survivor. Happy to have you here. This podcast is for informational and educational purposes only and should not be considered health advice. Hello there. Today, I want to share with you five keys to living well with PMDD. To begin, I'm just going to tell you what the five keys are, and then I will give, I will go into detail about each of them. The first key to living well with PMDD is to find out that PMDD exists, that it's a thing. Number two is to tell someone you think you might have PMDD. The third key is to be willing to try things. The fourth key is to track your symptoms. And the fifth key is to open up to grace. These are five things that have kept me sane and happy and healthier than I would be otherwise. These five things come from my experience. And we're going to just jump right in. So the first one is to find out the PMDD exists. um, For me, that happened in... 2021, I was visiting with a friend. It was late at night, and she shared with me that a woman had died. And as she started talking about this woman um, that was kind of a friend and acquaintance to her, she was sharing with me, um, she shared with me about her health and some challenges that this woman had been going through, and that she had actually moved back home with her parents um, and had left her, I don't mean leave like as a bad thing, but she had moved back in with her parents to try and get a handle on her health things. And her husband was taking care of their children in the, in the area that we were living. Now, as this woman talked about her friend that had PMDD, that was the first time I ever heard of, I'd ever heard of that before. And as she spoke about this woman, it sounded so much like myself. It sounded so much like me that it kind of scared me. And I kind of felt like there was just a spotlight, like being shone, shining down on me that was just saying, hey, you've got to do something about this. You need to pay attention to this. And it wasn't just that. It was also, there was also a feeling that I would end up like her if I didn't do something about it. I didn't want to die. And it was kind of a surreal, weird experience for me. It hasn't happened a lot in my life, but I didn't really say much. I listened as she kind of mourned the the loss of this woman and also a little bit of, there's a little bit of how, what could I have done differently to help her? And I don't even, I didn't even ask her what PMDD was. I was so kind of filled with this, like, you need to pay attention to this, <laughs> that I didn't even ask questions. I was just like, wow, um, this sounds a lot like me. And the one thing I could tell from her speaking about this friend was that it was feeling depressed and feeling hopeless was part of this woman's experience. 
Now, the thing is, at this moment, I was not in a place of hopelessness. I was in a really good place. And I was a little bit like, even though just, just having this twinge in my heart that said, I need to listen to this, I still felt like I'm not feeling depressed. I am not feeling hopeless. I'm good. <laughs> Are you sure? It was kind of like, really? Like, okay. And the next kind of thing that sunk into my heart was that I needed to tell my husband about my feelings and about, um, yes, just that I thought that I might have what she had. So, um, that is how I heard that PMDD exists for you. You're here. So you probably have already heard of it, uh, heard of it, but if you haven't, um, you can tune into another podcast that talks about what it is. Um, and in short, it's premenstrual dysphoric disorder, but you can Google it. There's plenty of information from trusted sources about it, about what it is. And <clears throat> I'm not going to really go into that right now. So the, the thing is, you cannot help yourself if you don't know that PMDD exists. So that's why it's first. Now, the second key to living well with PMDD can, is that, um, you need to be either desperate enough or you need to love yourself enough to tell someone, to tell them that you think you might have PMDD. And the first person you have to be willing to tell is yourself. You need to be able to admit to yourself that I might have this thing. I don't understand a lot about it, but from what I've heard, I think this could be me. And I am worth taking care of. It's worth it for me to look into this. Now, if that's the only person you're willing to tell at this time, from my experience, that will not be enough in the long run. But maybe you will be the first person in the world that you just thinking you have this and you addressing it will be enough. So I'm not saying you can't approach it that way. I just haven't seen it work in my experience for myself and for others that I know of. Um, but yes, that you, and if you are not sure that you are worth it, I am just here to tell you that you are, you are totally worth taking care of. You are worth acknowledging that you are not superwoman, that you need help and that your body, your mind, your spirit needs some boosts that you might not always be able to provide. Um, then when you are ready, once you have kind of admitted it to yourself that you might have PMDD, tell a loved one. And I term a loved one as someone that you feel safe with, someone that you know they are not going to judge you or think that you're trying to just get attention, or even if they do think that you are just trying to get attention, they know you well enough, and they love you enough to give it further consideration. Even if they just think, uh, I think she is being crazy, they love you enough to give you the time of day to see, you know, to help, to see if there's a way to you know, get further information or whatever it is you need to see if you do have PMDD. 
Now, for me, that person in my life was my husband, and it was that very same night that I heard about this woman dying. The first time I heard the term or acronym PMDD, as we were driving home from my friend's house, um. So he was there with me, but he and my friend's husband had been talking a lot of the time together, while my friend and I had been talking together. And then sometimes the four of us would, you know, have a conversation. And he had heard a little bit about the woman, but a lot of it had just been between my friend and I. So as we were driving home, um, I remember sitting in the truck and. My heart was pumping, like thudding, and you know, you, you've probably experienced that, but there was also this twinge of restlessness inside of me that I knew I was going to tell him, and I knew that I needed to tell him, and that I needed to do it now so that I didn't end up not telling him. <laughs> anyway, so I did. I told him. And it went something like, hey, do you remember that woman that so-and-so talked about for a little while tonight? No, well, the woman that died? And he says, oh, yeah, whose, whose husband and kids are still here? And I said, yeah, she sounds a lot like me. And I think I might have what she had. I think I might have PMDD. And there was just some silence. And he asks me, are you sure? Really? <laughs> I was like, yeah, I, I think so. And I'd like to talk to a doctor. Just our family doctor. I don't. But I, I really don't want to go alone. Would you be willing to go with me? And thankfully, he said that he would go with me. So in that, that, that really is the second key, is being willing to tell someone that you think you have PMDD or that you think you might have PMDD. And again, I encourage you to tell yourself to tell someone that loves you, and to tell a doctor. Um, you might not be able to tell all three people at once. Um, for me, again, it was kind of this experience that I feel was almost put inside of me, like, this is it, and you need to tell him, and it was, I, I don't know what experience you'll have, but um, it can be fast or it can be slow. Yours can be different from mine. Um, so that's key number two. Um, before I go on to the third key, I just want to tell you that when I did take, I did talk to our family doctor and I just recommend doing this. You don't need to be really, this doesn't need to be a big deal. You schedule just a, a doctor's visit, you show up, and you tell them, hey, I think I might have PMDD. What do you know about it? Are there any evaluations that 
you can do or that I can do to see if I might have this disorder. And hopefully the doctor will take you seriously at this point. You know, it's 2023. Um, most doctors, I can't say most, but it's highly likely that they'll know what it is. And if they don't, they can find out. Now, my family doctor, he didn't know a lot about it. And he admitted that. He did give me um, just a traditional mental health quiz evaluation when we first went in. Um, and he left the room and kind of did a little bit of research and then came back. I think he even spoke with one of the other doctors that was there, um, and came back with some more information. Now, that's all I'm going to tell you about that appointment. And it was not the only appointment I had about, about this, but it was the first one. And that appointment changed my life. Um, that conversation with my friend just sharing with me that she had lost a friend to PMDD, um, it changed my life. Me being willing to acknowledge that I might have this thing changed my life. Me being willing to tell my husband, I think I have this disorder changed my life. Each of those steps had to be part of my journey. And if I didn't do one of them, I really don't think I could be where I am now, which is I am living a healthy life, knowing what to expect, feeling in control of my life. And these were the first steps. That is telling, um, telling myself and others about it. Okay, so the third key to living well with PMDD is to be be willing to try things. Um, so after that doctor's visit, I did not go home with any medicine. I didn't go home with any different things to try. I just went home with the knowledge that there was a type of medicine I could try that might be helpful for me at some point. And that they were going to have it on file. They're just going to, you know, they're just going to order it. You don't have to take it today. You can go pick it up sometime if you want to. And the, his directions on how to, you know, take the medicine appropriately. And I just went home. I, oh, and if you're curious, um, the medicine was fluoxetine or, you know, it's the generic Prozac. So... I went home and I kind of did some of my own homework where I called or and texted with my sisters finding out um, some medicines that they were taking for anxiety, depression, other things. Um, and that was, that ended up being a huge blessing. Um, I don't really know if it's scientifically proven that um, depression and some of these disorders can can be genetic um, or run in the family, but I definitely have noticed that pattern as I've talked with people. So if you have someone in your family um, 
that does have some depression or anxiety, you can talk to them and find out what has worked for them. And that could be a good starting point for you. Um, but about this third key, being willing to try things, that's just be open to that. Whether it's a lifestyle change, whether it's dietary change, whether it's medicine, counseling, life coaching, just be be okay with trying something new to see if it helps. Even even supplements, right? There's some supplements that um, have been, you know, in some studies they've helped people. Okay, moving on. Uh, the fourth key to living well with PMDD is to track your symptoms. And what this means is to cre- have a notebook or there might even be some online. I think I saw some on Amazon um, that you can track how you're feeling and kind of what's going on for you in your body in yeah, in your emotions. And I want to tell you that this is really important because for whatever reason, we don't tend to remember correctly things that have happened. <laughs> At least we don't remember them as they happened perfectly. So if we have on this day, like, you know, you just are craving food and all you want to do is eat. If you just jot that down, then a week later, when you look back, you can be like, oh, on that day, oh, I was really craving food. And then this happened and then this, this happened. And then my period started. Hmm. That's interesting. Maybe, maybe that is going, maybe that's a pattern. Like, so we're just looking for ways to record things in real time so that in the future you can look back and maybe see patterns for you. And, um, I, I think obviously it kind of goes without saying, but I'm just going to hit on this. You need to track your period. Now, if you haven't been doing this, it's, probably fine, right? Whatever you've been doing, I'm, I'm a big proponent of it's fine. It's in the past. Like let's move on and <laughs> keep going. But, um, the, if you have PMDD and you track your period, it will, and you track your symptoms, it will become obvious that that is the disorder that you have because it affects you the week before your period, and for some women during their period. Now, if you are not tracking your period, you will not know what to expect. You cannot, you know, confidently tell a doctor, hey, look at these last three months. I I was just writing this stuff down and I'm seeing this pattern of when my period hits, I feel so good. Or, you know, as soon as I'm done with my period, I just feel like this person, whereas the week before my period and during my period, I am confused. I just have so many thoughts. I can't focus. I don't feel good about myself. I, you know, question everything I'm doing, whatever it is. Um, 
So knowing that your period's coming can help you prepare for it. And again, just being able to track it will really help narrow down if it is PMDD that you are experiencing. Um, now, I, I mean, I personally have tracked my period since I was probably 14. Um, I played volleyball um, in high school and competitively in club, and it was kind of important to know, right? And if you're a, a woman and you want to go swimming, it's kind of nice to know if that's how to prepare for that um, when you're going to be on your period. So something as simple as having a calendar, making a little mark, writing a little P for when you start or something is fine. I currently use my phone in the notes app that just comes with my iPhone. I have a women's fertility slash health note and I just put EXP for expected and the date I expect it. And then when it comes, I put ARR that it arrived and the date. Simple. Um, Sometimes I actually track more in a notebook but I literally use a college-ruled notebook. I The date and, you know, some things that stand out to me from that day. I wouldn't... I You don't need to overthink it, right? You don't need to go around and every time something comes up, like, write it down immediately. Or, I'm feeling like my husband doesn't love me. Or <laughs> whatever it is. But at the end of the day... Just write down some things. And if you are feeling overwhelmed, which is common with PMDD, just take a moment and write that down and write down all the things that are flooding your mind that, you know, that are making you feel overwhelmed. Um, I am so fortunate that my period is like 28 days, give or take a day, has been for a long time and it takes... it's just, if if that's not you, good luck. I hope you're able to find a pattern. Um, but tracking your symptoms, tracking your period will really help you to narrow down if it is PMDD and how to help yourself. Okay, so let's move on to our last key. Key number five for living well with PMDD, unlocking your awesomeness, even if you have this disorder. Um, oh, number five is opening up to grace. And sorry, I'm finding my notes on this. <laughs> I'm really sorry. Where is it? Mm-hmm. Oh, I didn't tell you this. Um, I know the feeling of maybe not wanting to acknowledge that you struggle with um, depression or hopelessness and even not wanting to write it down because you don't want your like grandkids or whoever comes across your notebooks or your journals to know that you had this thing. But just please, um, please do it. It, you, you are worth it. And maybe one of your grandchildren will even suffer from this and finding out will be key to them living a really great life. So, but for now, just do it for yourself. 
And um, trust me, it it will it will be worth it if you end up having PMDD. If it will really really help. Okay, key number five is opening up to grace. Now, in our culture, we hear things like "give yourself grace." I'm giving myself grace, right? Which essentially means I'm allowing myself not to be perfect. I'm allowing myself not to meet all of my expectations. I did this stupid thing, but I'm trying not to beat myself up about it. And that's part of what I'm talking about, but there's more. So opening up to grace. Yes, I want you to give yourself grace for feeling terrible, for raising your voice at your children, for losing your temper, for arguing with your spouse over something that was really stupid, for for anything that you do that doesn't meet your bar of this is my awesome self, right? But I want you, I, I want to give you um, a new idea. Giving yourself grace could just be a lens that you put on. And this lens that I like to put on is that we live in a fallen world, that nothing here in this lifetime is meant to be perfect or as we hope it would be. We as humans are going to do things that we don't like. We are going to mess up. And that is actually part of this life, this human experience. Um, We're not going to live up to our personal expectations all the time. And that's how it's meant to be because we live in a fallen world. Um, I have very strong feelings and um, faith in our Savior Jesus Christ. There is a scripture in the New Testament that says, As in Adam all die, even so in Christ shall all be made alive. And I just I just look at it that the world is fallen because of the fall of Adam and Eve. And I'm not mad at them for doing it. I think that was part of God's plan. And it led to the miraculous, incredible atonement and resurrection of our Savior Jesus Christ, which has opened up so many amazing things for us. Um, so that's the lens I like to put on. We live in a fallen world. That's how it is. And sometimes I'm going to yell at my kids. Sometimes I'm, it's just the way it is. Now, if that doesn't work for you and where you are right now, just don't worry about it. But still try to take on the lens that at least you're not supposed to be perfect, right? That you are human and being part of human is being part of being a human is making mistakes and that we're meant to grow and that those mistakes can help us in that way. Um, I also love that there's meant to be opposition in the world, there's meant to be opposition in all things, outside of you, inside of you. Your friend is supposed to betray you when that happens. Um, it's part of life when your child is talking to you disrespectfully. That's actually the way it's supposed to go for the time being. Um, you're born, you are born here and meant, sorry, <laughs> your child isn't, sorry, I'm reading some of my notes, but your child isn't meant to be super respectful all of the time. That's one that really helps me. 
Now, the reason that this lens can give give so much to you is that it will provide you with so much freedom and openness because it allows things to be as they are. When you feel depressed, you don't have to talk yourself out of it. When you feel overwhelmed, you don't have to jump out of the overwhelm because, oh no, something's gone wrong. You don't have to tell yourself that you're a terrible person for feeling down when you feel down. Um, and when you're just crying for no reason and your child comes and they're like, Mom, are you okay? And you say, no, I'm feeling really sad. It doesn't have to mean that there's anything wrong with you or that there's something wrong with you. It's, it's how it was always going to be. It's how it's meant to be. Thank you so much for joining me today. I hope that these five keys for living well with PMDD help you to achieve more of your goals for health, for happiness, for your awesomeness. And I will talk to you again. Thanks so much for listening to the Living Well with PMDD podcast. If this episode was insightful, please add a five-star review and tell a friend about the podcast. Until next time, keep hoping, keep loving, and remember that you are not alone.